Ah, yes, that is the cue to talk ashes straight out of origin and into baseball. And my next guest is, well, he's one of my favourite humans, despite being a New South Welshman in origin week. 18 tests for Australia, 17 of them as David Warner's opening partner. And he's also one of the best thinkers in the game of cricket, so much so that he actually handed back his first baggy green that he was presented. Uh, never one to travel the well-worn path. He has travelled the globe working on his game. Club cricket in the Netherlands one day is for Scotland, British uni side playing for Oxford, and he's also picked from the members bar at the SCG to feel for Australia. Uh, Ed Cowan, a very good morning to you. Welcome to SENQ. Hello, Benny. I'm a little <laughs> concerned that you're talking origin football before potentially, you know, what's shaping to be one of the great test matches of all time so i think you got your your priorities a little a little shifty up north yeah that's spoken like a true new south welshman mate listen before we before we get into edgbiston <laughs> talk, talk talk me through the new year's test in 2005 australia v pakistan well that, that seems an eternity ago it's a full uh full cricket career but uh it's a pretty well-trodden story. It was Shane Watson's debut of all games. Um, good Queenslander come New South Welshman. Uh, I'd had a few beers. I needed a 12th man to run some drinks. I think Warney was a little hungover, so he, he was getting some extra attention with the Diet Cokes and Nurofen Plus. So they needed a few hands on deck. Uh, and from there, I wasn't really expecting to have to field for an over. But, uh, did did they really the day, pluck uh, you from the members was, bar at the SCJ? I was in a, in a queue to get a beer in the members bar, yes. That is, that is true. And what? You get the tap on the I, shoulder I from who? I did, I did tell the, the room attendant. I said, mate, uh, I don't think I was drunk by any stretch of the nation, but I'd, I'd had a beer. Um, and he said, uh, we, we just need you to run a few drinks. I said, no problem. I can do that. Uh, Andrew Simons came off for a for a leak, and next thing I know, I'm in the middle of the SCG. <laughs> Outstanding stuff. And you get you get the, the some kit too, don't you? You get a what? You get a tracksuit. You get the you did, but yeah. uh, that, that wasn't for me. No, I and mean, uh, I, I, I tried it on and gave it back. It was a, it was a nice buzz to be around. I mean, we're talking uh, a team that has probably seen no no equals since Hayden Langer, Ponting, um, you know. Clark, uh, Gilchrist, you know, there were some, some names there to, yeah. to really uh, immerse yourself in. So it was a great learning lesson for me and, and gave me some great inspiration at the very start of my career because I'd made my debut for New South Wales, I think, a week earlier um, to, to really get my head down and, and try and score some runs. Well, six years later, you were there in a real baggy green one. You didn't give back and wouldn't want to give back to making your test debut. Let's let's focus on Edgbaston. As you said, one of the one mm. of the all time great Ashes tests is turning out to be Basball. I I hate it, but I love it. I can't stop watching. But you have to love it. You can't. Yeah, I mean, when when you talk about what test cricket needs and, and there's so much conversation that test cricket's dying in the, in the force of, of a T20 whirlwind and the IPL and what does the future of cricket hold? Here comes something that is unexpected. The English cricket team playing outrageously attacking cricket win at all costs. So it's pretty hard not to love what they're trying to do. I'd love it not to work for the next <laughs> six weeks, yeah. but 
aside from that, I hope it really does shape how Test cricket's played. I, mean, I, I was as dour and as boring as anyone, but I do appreciate, um, you know, that the people actually probably do play their best cricket when they're when they're looking to attack, and and that's a style of cricket that you you do have to admire. Look, you're very self-deprecating when it comes to your style, and, and we'll get into that shortly because there was a bloke down the other end when you were batting for Australia who who had his own sort of baz ball, Dave ball going on there, David Warner. But, <laughs> but, but, but how, how do you see this playing out? And I mentioned when I introduced you, you've spent your time around the globe. You spent some time in England. Not necessarily, well, there was county cricket, but also uh, different pitches, different competitions. Uh, Edgbaston, the, the pitch that they've dished up is, well, it's not doing really much, but conditions when it comes to possible rain tomorrow. How do you see this playing out on the on the final day with Australia needing 174 to win, England needing seven wickets to win? Could not be more evenly poised. I think I'd probably rather be in the England change room than the Australian one. Uh, I, I still think there's a, there's a high probability that Australia will win this test match, but it's going to rely on Kawaja... Uh, Green, Head and Carey to score probably, let's call it 140 of the 180 that's needed, maybe more. Mm. Wicket's still excellent. It's taking a little bit of turn, but uh, Moen Alley, as we know, is suffering from a, from a big open blister on his finger, which doesn't sound like much, but when you're trying to bowl off spin, is, uh, is pretty hard to, to execute. So... One thing the England bowlers are, they're, they're skillful. They know the conditions on these, you know, these drier English wickets. The one thing that does worry me is, is overhead conditions because there is a little bit of rain scheduled. And as soon as that happens in England, you, you can really look up and not down. doesn't matter how good the, the wicket is. If, if that Duke's ball is swinging, it can make batting hard. So it's, it's set up for an absolute grandstand finish here. This is going to be a... You know, if the weather's reasonably good, um, you know, the first two hours is is really going to set up the day. And if Australia can lose maybe only one wicket and, and knock out off 80, 75 to 95 runs, let's call it, I think they'll win the test. Outstanding stuff. We are speaking to Ed Cowan, a man who's been there, done it before, played for Australia, batted with David Warner. David Warner in just a second, uh, Eddie, but we just spoke about baseball and the batting tactics, but it's not just batting, is it? It's it's the fielding. It's the way they set up the mm. the, the surrounding, the, the, the batsmen surrounding the wicket square, that upside down umbrella. And Australia has been criticised for its fielding placements when it comes to, a, well, I guess, a defensive field, putting players back on, on, on the boundary. What, what's your read on that? What's your take on that? Yeah, hasn't that been a, a divisive tactic? Uh, every ex-player known to man has, has, has had had something to say about it. I mean, the, I actually don't mind the theory of trying to contain the scorecard knowing that they're going to come hard. And so it, it's something... And that's putting blokes on the fence, isn't it? On. It is. It is. You know, we talk about it on our, our cricket podcast. that's every week. I'm sure a few people listen to it as well. But the worst thing that can happen is you look up and they're one for 200 off 30 overs. You know, then the game really is dead. And so to be able to put pressure on them by uh, actually controlling the scoreboard is, is something that they've tried to do. And it's actually been effective. If you look at the scores, 350 and 270, 
that's not the reason why Australia's hanging in the balance. It's actually because the, the top order batters haven't scored scored the run. So I actually think the bowlers have done the job. The field placings have worked. It's now over the batters to, to go get them. All right, well, let's talk about that top order. I mean, Marnus, uh, there's a, a few eye-openers there, but we know he's ranked number one in the world. But the man who came into this test under the most pressure is is, is your old mm-hmm. opening partner, David Warner. What, what have you what have you made of him in England uh, this time round, World Test Championship and, and now the Ashes? And, and do you see him playing out the series? So we need some runs, doesn't he? <laughs> I think to, to state the obvious... Benny, um, I mean, I do think, as you know, the Australians picked a squad for two tests only, which is a little unheard of when it comes to, to Ashes tours. And my gut feeling is that was done for this exact conundrum that they're facing. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, Dave Warner in form is certainly in their best players, but his last two years have not been anywhere near his best. And so I think that they've given themselves a natural hedge to say, if by the end of the second test, this guy isn't firing, then unfortunately we're going to have to replace him probably with, with someone like Marcus Harris, I think is probably the, the front runner. So he's under pressure. You can say all you, all you want, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm playing well on the nets and I'm, I'm, I'm moving well, but at the end of the day, it's a, a game judged by the runs you score and, and unfortunately he's not getting them. So the, the question will keep popping up and, until he either does get them or the, the selectors make a choice. Nine and, and thirty six. There, that's the uh, that's the return from this test. A sixty run, sixty one run opening stand with Uzi uh, in this uh, yeah. second innings. Um, but yeah. yeah, he's got another test to uh, to see what we can uh, do. And, and you never know, a win it does wallpaper over. Well, I think so. Runs. Yeah, if 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 they win for sure, I think that's the the key call. If they win, I, I think that the team changes. Uh, the team doesn't change rather. If they lose, and hopefully they don't, um, then you know the, the, the question will certainly come up whether that that spot is is up for grabs. Eduardo, you said you were down when you were batting, and did that change because you had someone like David Warner down the other end, or was that just you? That's a good question. I, I think uh, I actually played my best my best cricket when I was attacking, and and anyone that did follow Shield cricket probably would agree with that. My best. Hundreds were, you know, uh, you know, striking at seventy or eighty. But uh, one thing I did know: my job in the Australian cricket team was very explicitly laid out that it was to face as many balls as possible to ensure that Ponting, Clark, and Hussey didn't have to come in and face a new ball. Um, it helped that the bloke at the other end was at the peak of his powers, really, in, in his Test career, and, and I just had to give him the strike where I could. So it was a bit of yin and yang. Had my time over again, I would probably would have liked to play my, my test cricket a bit differently, but, but uh, you know, you, you sleep in the bed you make. Mate, it has been outstanding talking to you as always. 18 tests for Australia, 17 of them with David Warner, including it was a, an Ashes uh, test in there as well over in that part of the world. Mate, enjoy the tonight, the rest of the, this test, and, and uh, hopefully you're not enjoying tomorrow night as much when uh, Queensland... Uh, beat New South Wales in uh, state of origin. <laughs> yeah, I'll take, I'll take an Australian win over a, a New South Wales loss any day of the uh, the calendar year then, mate. Good yeah. man, good man, Eduardo. Great chatting to you. Ed Cowan here on SENQ. All right, he's made some very interesting points. David Warner, a 61-run stand with Usman Khawaja. It, it, it's, it's handy. Is it enough to save his test career?
He's got one more test, the second test. I know this one's not over yet. But where does he sit right now in your mind? Has he done enough? If they win this test, you, you don't change, do you? You don't tinker with a winning lineup. You might have to. Well, there will be bowling changes. Surely there'd have to be. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 736. Basball. We love it, but we hate it all at the same time.